So hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Katie Tucker on multidimensional channeling. Now Katie is a channel who's been practicing for about eight years and her higher self name is Sila Ra Ajna Ra. Hope I got that right. She's blessed <laughs> to have all sorts of different guides who hold space for many different things. So there's a great deal of variety in her work and her offerings. She channels star beings, ancestors, fairies, elementals, ancest ascended masters and goddesses and also any guides that's for the highest good at the time. Katie is a light worker who works closely with indigos, assisting them in finding their power. And she works closely with a crystalline manifestation grid, which is deep within the earth, opening portals at sacred sites and healing in denser places. And her website is starlight-meditation.com. Hi, Katie. Hello. I'm really excited to be here, especially because it's the eclipse. The eclipse. Yeah, we booked it and we kind of forgot about it. So what's so special about this eclipse, Katie? So this is, I mean, this eclipse has been more, as you know, so channeled about and so talked about. It's the solar eclipse, for those of you that are listening in the future. And it, it's been no, named the Great American Eclipse because it's covering the whole of America. And there's been loads of different channelings and talk about it. But really what my guides have 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 been talking about it for since january actually they've been channeling about it since january is that this is a one year and in this year we're really moving over into new path cycles and into basically more fifth dimensional ways of being yeah. and how they've described this eclipse this eclipse is that it's like a marker so up until today we were had a higher percentage of the old path cycle and this eclipse is moving us into a higher percentage of the new path cycle mm. so it's essentially a collective ascension day mm. and a, a, a collective ascension time so that the whole eclipse window has been and the, f the week after this eclipse is also a time of ascension so it's a really really exciting time collectively my guides also say that eclipse is like a reset so you know when your computer's stuck and you pull the plug and you mm. force quit it mm. that's what all eclipses do they allow us to kind of the sun is our power so they allow us to force quit ourselves and reset ourselves and realign ourselves with our destiny with our truth with our with our paths mm. wonderful i'm just gonna have an aside just to let the, the listeners know that um the seagulls are, are actually are flying in the background, and that's because Katie lives in Brighton, so um, by the sea. <laughs> I love the sound of seagulls; it's wonderful. Is there any significance, Katie, in it in it being the American eclipse? You know, I really think it is. I feel like so the two eclipses in the eclipse season actually make their paths. If you draw them across uh, America, they make a cross mm. across America. And America has been in the third dimension, the, the superpower of our, our lifetimes and, and our parents' lifetimes and to a degree our grandparents' lifetimes. And, and so American ideas and politics and, and that, that really big kind of capitalist masculine way of, of thinking has really dominated the collective consciousness and I feel that this eclipse is is really helping to break down the consciousness from that American rule that is not of service to mm -hmm. us around abundance, around connection, around 
the the conflicts between the masculine and the feminine and and this eclipse is really marking that that breakdown in consciousness mm. of 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 the conditioning that's not of service to us i'm not saying that america doesn't have loads of wonderful things about it but um that collective conditioning from from the 2.4 family age is, mm. is well, well, this period's yeah. all been bringing up a lot of stuff in America. You've had was it, the Charlottesville thing, and and Donald is in trouble. So um, let's see what it does for America. And and of course, America could be a wonderful leader in a, in consciousness. Uh, there's so many wonderful spiritual teachers there. It but, really is, and yeah. it's such a powerful landscape with so much ancient power and energy to it. And um, as you know, America and everywhere else is having its own awakening, but the on a collective consciousness level, America's really been a driving force in a lot of the collective consciousness that we're holding. Mm. And some of it has been healthy and some of it hasn't. And and that's really what I think this eclipse is helping to break down. Interesting I mean you can go really deep into the eclipse and, and all of the other stars involved in it, but it's also this particular one is very much about authority and revolution and authority breaking, old authorities that are not of service breaking down yeah. and inner revolutions happening and revolutions in, in our lives happening, you know. So it's exciting. Well, you've been a channel for a number of years. How do you experience channeling? So there are many different types of channeling and I do lots of different types of mm. channeling the first thing I'd like to say is that everybody can channel channeling is a birthright and everybody finds different ways of channeling I go as far as to think that music and writing and all forms of creativity are channeling actually mm. um, but in terms of channeling spirit and spirit guides there are lots of different types of channeling. The, there is heart channeling. There is higher self channeling. There is third eye channeling. There is direct voice channeling. There's trance channeling. And there is now dimensional channeling, which my guys are really talking about as the evolution of channeling and where we are going as collective channels. And, and the fifth dimensional way of, of channeling and connecting to spirit. What is some of these, I haven't heard of distinctions like, for example, heart or third eye. Does that mean you actually centre in those places and channel from there? Yeah, so I would say that, that heart channeling is really the foundation of all other types of channeling. And, and when I teach channeling, our first week is actually based on heart channeling because your heart is really kind of the compass, as you know, it's the compass of how you know what is right for you. Mm. And and we can channel our hearts to find out about our paths, to actually check in and see if the guides that we're channeling are right for us. You know, we really use our heart as a as a compass. And so to develop that that connection with your heart and that conversation with your heart, to me is the foundation of all channeling and the best way to be empowered as a channel and uh, what is this uh, dimensional channeling you talk it's kind of a new new kid on the block it is a new kid on the block <laughs> like all things that it has also been around for years but yeah. you know it's a new kid on the block in the in 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 the sense that it's we are reconnecting to the ancient ways and re-remembering 
the ancient ways of channeling and this is the latest one so how my guides describe it is that it's really the fifth dimensional way of channeling and in the third dimensional way of channeling when when our, our collective energy was much denser channeling was was far less fluid than it is in the fifth dimensional way mm. it was far more 3d in every sense and we were not as advanced energetically to to be able to do dimensional channeling and so all of the all of spirit all of the guides that were channeling were doing what is called one way flow of channeling where the largest percentage of energy was coming to the channel so mm. the guide essentially come to the channel if you think of chance channeling the guide comes to the channel if you think of third eye channeling the messages come into the channel's third eye the light comes to the channel in in all of those types of channeling even direct voice channeling with direct voice channeling there is a certain and transcending there is a certain amount of energy that goes to the guide mm. but what happens in dimensional channeling is the guide's energy comes to you mm. and your energy goes to where the guide is mm. and so you are in two different dimensions and it's a it's a 50-50 flow of energy and this means that you can see the guide's dimension you can see where the guide is mm. and and learn so much more about that dimensional reality and receive so much more information how how my guides were describing it to somebody the other day is they were like if you think of third dimensional channeling as the guides coming to you or a friend coming to you and telling you about a holiday that they've been on and the amount of information you can get from that holiday is 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 as much as the friend can tell you but if you then go to that place or travel with that friend obviously your experience is much more 360 it's much more multisensory there is so much information to be had from visiting a place you know you have such a deeper understanding of a country if you actually go to it rather than if a friend simply tells you about it yes this is why dimensional channeling is so exciting because it means that you can really travel to to all sorts of places yeah. <laughs> in the person all sorts of dimensions and receive information in a much more complete way and i actually really feel and some other channels Uh, that I've been speaking to really feel that dimensional channeling is the beginning of teleportation actually it's the oh, beginning right. of learning to be able to teleport ourselves and in this form of channeling is there a two-way conversation rather than a one-way conversation yes there is a two-way conversation i think that there is always a two-way conversation in channel well in my experience of channeling the more two-way you can make it the the more it flows anyway but with this uh type of dimensional channeling uh you 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 can still do that you know you can do direct voice dimensional channeling you can do third eye channeling uh, all of the conversation and and techniques of channeling that you had in the 3D way of channeling are still there it's just that it's much more 360 it's much more uh fully received by you and fully received by the guides mm. you, it works for them as much as it works for you and it's much more energetically in balance and empowered and less less baby stepsy 
you right. know, less, less, less the guys holding our hands and more a, a two-way equal meeting. Are there many people doing this kind of dimensional channeling, do you think? So dimensional channeling was something that my guys started channeling about in my last channeling course, which was just about to start this time last year. And actually, as they were talking about it, I realized that, that at times I'd done dimensional channeling loads, but I didn't have a name for it. And so I, I think that there are lots of people that are, are certainly doing it. I mean, shamanic journeying can often lead to dimensional channeling, for example, or mm. past progression and things like that. It's just we haven't had a name and the mechanics of it. Our energy bodies haven't fully understood the mechanics of it. So, so yes, I think people have been touching on it for for years as as channels. It's just that channeling at this time is being upgraded, and we're becoming much more dimensional and multi-dimensional as channels. Well, let me just take a slight step back because um, I think one thing I should ask is a lot of people I hear talk about, well, I'd love to be a channel and I really like to connect with the guides, but I can't seem to make the connection. What kind of things stand in the way of channeling and dimensional channeling? So interestingly, and I'm really glad you brought this up because um, the part of the reason I asked to do this interview is lots of really channels that I respect so much have been coming to me and saying that they're feeling really insecure and disconnected at the moment. Mm. And and I've had those experiences this summer as well. And that's what happens when an upgrade is happening. And so I think this, this question can be answered to those people that already know how to channel, that are suddenly feeling like their connections dropped, and to people that really want to channel and haven't learned how to channel yet. And what happens in both cases whether you're being upgraded energetically or whether you're you're starting out is the blocks to channeling come up at first so when we set an intention if there's something in the way of that intention the block will come up it will rise Mm. and the two biggest blocks to channeling and i really believe that every block can be boiled down into this are feeling like you can't do it the belief that you can't do it, that it's something that only special people can do, or, f- or feeling scared that you you might channel something heavy, like not feeling safe. And those are, I would say, all blocks to channeling that I've ever seen really come into those two categories. And it's part, part of becoming a channel is to work through those blocks. And there's all sorts of amazing techniques and tools to be able to work through those blocks and to release them are some of these blocks um, <coughs> past lives where you know imagine i can imagine somebody being bumped off uh, speaking a voice of spirit and that might be a block that kind of completely. thing completely i mean that is a huge thing and you know uh, we were in ibiza this year doing a journey that, w- that was a dimensional journey. We were doing a lot of portal work and we were dimensional channeling to Atlantis and to the golden age of Atlantis, but also to the fall of Atlantis. And, you know, the fall of Atlantis was so horrific that there's so many people out there at the moment that are terrified of coming into connection and their power because of, of what happened at the fall of Atlantis and because we haven't, personally or collectively healed our role in that mm. again lots of people like the witches being burnt is <laughs> another one that really mm. 
can be triggered within you when you try and connect. And then there's also, you know, the the fact that as in this lifetime, we've been very conditioned to think that the third dimension is all there is and that anybody that, that connects to other dimensions is mad. So there's the fear of madness. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no things to work through. And, and I really want to say to the people that are new to channeling you know you you do work through it very easily and it's so worth working through it because channeling is is such an amazing beautiful gift that everybody has a right to and it benefits your life beyond measure it's so worth it um but you know those blocks like i said even as um even advanced channels i know occasionally have those blocks come up because part of the way that we upgrade and there's this massive upgrade happening around for all channels for everybody at the moment with this eclipse part of the way that we upgrade is the next layer of what's blocking us comes up you know Mm. and so even when you like i've channeled for years sometimes you can just go into doubt again or go into fear again and have to work through that stuff on a deeper level in your consciousness again but it's coming up to be cleared. It's 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 not coming up not to be cleared, you know. It's coming up because you've had the intention to channel. And and I, I've got an amazing channel friend who says that, um, you know, channeling is really like you're a window. And if the window's dirty with all of that old consciousness and fear, the light isn't going to be able to come in very easily. But if you clean the window then the light and the information comes in very, very easily. So essentially that's about cleaning the window. I've got a, an issue for me because I, 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 I often get a kind of knock on the door, you know, from spirit and, I, and somebody wants to connect. And it takes me a while to kind of work out, well, who is it? Because there's so many different directions in there. You talked about the golden <laughs> age of Atlantis. There are star beings. There's a higher self. There's guides. There's inner earth. There's angelic consciousnesses. There's all these beings. And it takes me a while to find out who, who's actually wanting to call, speak. I mean, I, mean, I guess you, you're much quicker on this. How do we do, how do we kind of tell who it is wants to kind of speak with us. So this is why I say that that the foundation of all channeling is your heart. Because beyond your guides, beyond anything else, your heart is going to tell you the truth. I'm not saying that your guides are going to lie to you. But how are you going to, you know, you have to have an anchor. You have to have a center, especially once you go into multidimensional channeling and mm. Sometimes you can be connecting to more than one time, more than one timeline, more than one dimension at once. And it can, you know, if you don't have a center of love and a center of your own truth, it can be very overwhelming. And and so your heart really has to be your center and, and, and your heart really has to be the place where you check in with, is this right for me? Is this, is this safe for me? Is, is is this the right energy for me to be connecting into? And so I, I think coming into the heart is is always really, really powerful. The other thing I'll say is knowing your own energy. So the more that the more you can know your own energy, the easier it is for you to tell the difference between your to between other energies. And that's really important. You've got to know your own energy. You've got to be in your power. And so that's kind of the second layer of the foundation. And then 
at first, you know, you don't know the energy of other guides. Part of becoming a channel is giving yourself the time to go, okay, I'm going to meet my guides. Mm. And you've got to you've got to commune with them. Again, when you commune in a dimensional way, you receive so much more detail. And and it, you know, one of the things I've been doing a lot this summer is doing dimensional channeling with animal guides, and they really take you on these journeys where you and them are one, and, mm. and they're taking you to landscapes and dimensional landscapes and stuff like that. And, and you're really, really learning to multi-sensorily receive their energy. And, and that's how when you're, so when you're, you're, you're channeling on the job, as I call it, so if you're space holding or doing light work, you know, because I have spent time communing with the Pallades, for example, as soon as that energy comes in, I know what it is. Hmm. And, them as soon as the fairies come in i can feel that it's them all of my um sensory connection knows who it is straight away and so when i'm space holding or, do, or doing light work i get you know i don't have to spend that time getting to know the energy because i already know it mm. at first you really have to spend time communing and, and essentially identifying energy you know meeting them and being like so who are you <laughs> you know yeah start to know the difference between energy and then you start to know the difference between different tribes of fairies or different aspects of the Pallades or you know you start to really part of learning to channel is being able to identify energy in the sense that it makes you more empowered. So just as if you people go foraging and at first, you know, all leaves look the same and they're all green and and the more people master the plant kingdom, the more they start to know the details of the leaves to be able to identify which leaf is which plant and, and what that plant can do. Channeling is very, very similar. It's about learning to identify energy essentially now i know you offer training courses in this can you say something about that and how they can reach you so we only do our channel at starlight we only do our channeling course once a year and um that's because we do it in a very our intention with the channeling course is to help people become really empowered channels mm. so opening to channel because it is a birthright, is is really quite um, easy to do. You know, I've taught people to channel, to open to channel in three hours. It's mm. it's something that that as soon as you are given the tools, it it begins to open up for you. And and the universe really wants everybody to be able to channel because that's how we're gonna ascend and evolve. Mm. Uh, but when when I used to teach people in those evening sessions, I'd find they'd come back the next time I did it and they hadn't developed at all because really channeling is practice and it's about um, anchoring in into your first energetic language it's about really moving through those blocks that we were discussing it's about really playing with all of the different types of channeling and find, finding the way that you channel and so this course is is really an, uh, a journey with each person and how they channel 
and and developing their own unique way of channeling and really helping them move through all of those blocks and come into empowerment with their own connection and it takes you right through all of the different ways of channeling into or a lot of the different ways of channeling into uh, dimensional channeling and flow yeah. and um, it gives you lots and lots of one-to-one time and one-to-one attention and stuff and and so uh yeah we're like me and kathy i run star like we were like we could only do this once a year <laughs> well when does it start katie it starts in november it oh november so november, people have yeah. got time it, it, to get going with it yeah, yeah that early bird ends in september but it starts in november and um, how long does it go on for it's it's five weeks and yeah. um, um, you're literally given stuff every day and it's really playful, beautiful stuff. Yeah. It's time considered with your life and weaves into your life and then there's live webinars and live sessions and like I said, so much one-to-one support, you know. I really listen to everybody's channelings and, and feedback to them individually about what they need to do to mm. create more flow and deepen their connection and things like that. And my guides... The guys that support it are really with it. And and also one of the things that, and I think this is really useful for people that have lost their connection or feel like you never lose your connection, but when you're being upgraded, so at the moment all connection is being upgraded in everyone. So everybody is feeling maybe a little bit wobbly with their connection or a little bit disconnected. Mm. Because if you think about it, you know, you don't rewire electricity with the lights on. Mm. You know, sometimes mm. connection has to kind of be turned down or turned off mm. while we're being rewired, especially our auras are being rewired for dimensional channeling because our auras are really connected. Really, that is the time to come back to the foundation of channeling, which is the heart. But also, I feel like synchronicity is a really important part of channeling. It's a way of channeling your higher self. And it's probably the major way we channel our higher selves, because our higher selves make sure that we're in the right place at the right time in order to receive the messages of alignment and synchronicity. Mm. And I really invite people when they're learning to channel because like you say, it's all about moving through the block, the, the feeling doubtful, the feeling questiony, um, the feeling uncertain. See, you know, seeing is believing. When you see with your physical eyes confirmation of what you've channeled, your faith is really going to expand. And that's why synchronicity is so powerful for channeling. And, and there's loads of synchronicity that happens on the course, really amazing synchronicity that happens because there's a group of people holding the intention for channeling. Mm. And, um, yeah, I really encourage people, whether you're, you're starting out or whether you're, you're really far down and feeling a little bit disconnected, is to, in those moments of disconnection, ask for signs, ask for proof, ask for signs in the 3D because it's your 3D self that needs to expand its faith, you know? Can I um, say one more thing about dimensional channeling? Yeah, sure. Uh, what happens when we dimensional channel is our 
our auras so so we have different mechanics in our energy body for channeling different chakras the third eye being probably the most obvious one and the heart for channeling but what happens when we dimensional channel is our auras become they become portal like mm. and so they they are basically the mechanic for channeling that moves our energy into the other dimension into the dimension of where the guide is mm. as the guide's energy is is coming in and so for people that are interested in becoming dimensional channels i would say that the the key to it is really strengthening your aura and really really expanding and improving and developing your aura and practicing aura spinning and practicing uh the portal energy within your aura well thanks once again katie and i look forward to our next chat okay thank you very much it's always lovely i'm excited about our next chat since we know what it's about <laughs> yeah, we do <laughs> okay <laughs>